0: Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're in Seneca, Kansas with Liz Feldkamp of Liz's Bridal. Liz's business all started with her buying a building in downtown Seneca, not really knowing what she wanted to do with it. She then bought out a local bridal shop and moved it to her building and now has a second building that is an event space. Okay, well, we're here today in Seneca, Kansas with Liz Feldkamp of Liz's Bridal. Liz, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your background. You are from the area, right?
1: Yes. I was born in Onega, but raised here in Seneca my whole life. Yes, I um, moved away when I went to college. I went to KU, but I lived in Kansas City for about five years, and I moved
0: home and 2003 okay so has owning a bridal shop always been a dream of yours no not at all <laughs> not
1: anything I thought I would ever do now I came back to Seneca with a degree in textile design from the University of Kansas and at that time there just weren't a lot of jobs around here especially not anything to do with my degree so um I was home for a while. I worked a couple part-time jobs. I worked a couple jobs here in town. Nothing that had anything to do with my um, college education. Uh, I even pursued a teaching degree in art education. So I have that degree as well because I thought that was probably what I was going to do. I substitute taught for a while. And then after buying this building on foreclosure and fixing it up, the bridal shop just fell in place after that.
0: I love that. So you ha- you're you a mom of four kids. Yes, I am. And once all the kids were in school, is that kind of what opened That's the door?
1: exactly right. The youngest one was going into preschool, my son Gable, and I had someone approach me about um, selling their their building on Main Street, their business, and someone jokingly said, perhaps you'll come down and purchase this building. And like I said, it was jokingly. <laughs> and I, I laughed it off. Yeah. And then I really started
0: thinking, maybe, maybe that's something that I would like to do. Uh-huh. So you had this building. Did you know what you wanted to do with it? No, I sure didn't. Um,
1: we bought this building on foreclosure and... We just had some interest in fixing it up. It needed a lot of TLC. So really that was our initial thought, and that was our initial plan. Um, Never really had anything concrete um, that we wanted to do with it. Uh, But while we were working on it, I had someone approach me about selling a property on Main Street and my advice. And then it was... Um brought up that maybe it was something that I would be interested in. but jokingly, <laughs> I don't think it was something I ever um, thought I would be interested in doing. So but I had my youngest going into school and um, wasn't really sure what I was going to do after that. So I thought about it some more, and I went ahead and um, visited with the with the owner of the bridal shop down the street. And really after just a quick conversation, I decided that it was something that I wanted to do.
0: Good for you. So, yes, I love it. So did you keep the bridal shop there for a while? Or how did that all Only pan out? Only for a couple months. Okay. We had, I had been working on this building
1: for um, a little more than six months at that time. But with no purpose, like really not knowing what I was going to do with it. Once I bought the bridal shop, I knew exactly where I was going to be putting racks now and where <laughs> I was going to have, you know, room for the brides to try on dresses. And so everything really fell into place after that. And, and that helped, I think, with, with the vision I had for this building then. But I didn't have the time, so I did have to operate out of the old building for just a couple months. Yeah. And then I started wheeling all of the dresses on racks down the main street <laughs> into this building. I love it.
0: <laughs> so once you got moved in, did the previous owner help you? Was it more of like an apprenticeship or was it just, I have this business and I'm going to figure it out?
1: With this business came I think we discussed 40 hours of training (laughs) with the purchase of the building and and it was helpful it did help me um just to start my relationships with my sales reps some that I have been with since the beginning of my business so um not all of them because some businesses some brands that I had have gone out of business Wow. And others just did not work for me. Mm-hmm. So I've I've changed some things,
0: but it was helpful in that sense um, because I've never worked retail before. Okay. So, but for the most part, it was just, I'm going to figure this out. Yep. It was just <laughs> learn as I go. Good yes. for you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that process. How did you educate yourself and figure out the stuff that you needed to make the business thrive? I really had
1: no idea um, what to expect, how how much business I would have at the beginning. So I look back to my first year when I sold, you know, 12 prom dresses and had a handful of weddings to now, and I'm amazed wow. at how it has grown. So, um, and that's
0: all just been... learning process wow so was the store already or the business we'll say was the business already doing both weddings and prom no actually the when I
1: purchased this building down the street I just don't believe there was the room for it anymore to expand and so um, the previous owner had done prom in the previous in previous years past years but No longer did prom. So that was one of the first things I wanted to do. I actually purchased the building at the end of January in 2013. And around here, prom is around April. And so that was the first thing I wanted to do. I started purchasing prom dresses. And I was selling prom dresses out of my home because... You didn't have room. (laughs) I didn't have room. And I was still in transition. Um taking over the shop so I remember having high school girls come over to to my home
0: and trying on prom dresses in my room <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it obviously worked. it did work
0: <laughs> so then did you add in tuxedo rentals somewhere along the line too there were tuxedo rentals already okay um at th-
1: that was something that has expanded though more than I ever could imagine wow um the last couple of years I've had Anywhere between 45,
0: 55 weddings a year. Wow. Yes. So you expanded into prom dresses again, knowing you wanted to do that. You also now have jewelry and... Bridal belts, veils,
1: um, headpieces. Um, yeah, just, I mean, really about everything. Garters, um, <laughs> you name it. So... Uh, there was a little bit of that when I first took over. There again, I found lines that work best for me and work best for this business that seem to do really well, and and I think I've really streamlined things in a sense, where you know I have found that it was better just to f- have a good connection or a good relationship with one company, with one sales rep, someone that I can ask questions to if I need advice, you know, someone that I look forward to talking to once or twice a year when we do our spring and fall orders. And it really just, it takes the complication out of it. It makes it easier. Um, I have found that the lines I've kept are truly the ones, um, of the best value, best quality. So that's, that's all again, I think, um, just part of learning how to run a business like this and, and working in retail.
0: Yeah. So this is a very customer experience focused business. Yes, it is. What is your best customer experience tip? Oh my goodness. Um, I cry when brides cry.
1: I cry when brides moms cry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I'm sure just genuine. That's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I would say, um, that's, I think that's some of the best, best experiences I have with customers. I would say I, I love when customers come in kind of open to trying on different things. Really, um, that, that really does offer you the best experience. You may think you, you absolutely know what you want coming in the doors, but if you're not really open to trying different things, I always tell brides, at least you can say you did. Yeah, You know, you never want to look back and say, oh, I don't know how that would have worked or I don't know how that would have looked. Um, you can always say, no, I know exactly how that looked. I tried that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I really experienced it and, and, you know, was open to trying different things or, you know, um, seeing what different options there are. And so I, I want brides to go away knowing that there was not a doubt in their mind that what you know, the dress that they I and of course they know when they when
0: they try on the dress and it's theirs. But I don't want there to be any doubts. Yeah. Are you surprised by the number of people who walk out the door with something that was not what they came in looking for? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely.
1: And it happens all the time. I will tell girls that come in want a certain style, um I feel like they almost feel discouraged when it isn't, isn't the one for them or they decide that it's not the one for them. So I, I can reassure them they're not the only ones that have come in this door thinking that they wanted one thing and leave com- with something completely different. It's really very normal.
0: That's good. Um, what advice would you have for someone who either just has a desire to buy a building even not knowing what it should be or just has a desire to maybe they're in a situation like you were as a mom just being like it's a different season for me now and what is that going to look like
1: oh yeah i gosh i think that you have to follow your your gut your passion i mean i feel like if you truly you truly want something and you really have that time, that effort to put into it, um, I think anything's possible. So I would encourage anyone, you know, it's, it's a great life to be, I think, Uh self-employed, to have your own business, to have something that you're proud of. I would definitely encourage anyone just to to really follow their heart. You know, it does take a lot of work, but it's worth it.
0: So So good. So being in a small town, I would imagine a significant part of your business is maybe not directly from this town, but pulls from areas around here. That's true.
1: Yes. We are really close to the Nebraska border. So I have several brides from Nebraska. I have now brides from Missouri because we are also pretty close to the Missouri border. And then, of course, I have um, brides from the surrounding towns here. I would say um, I
0: reach about a two hour radius that's incredible yeah have you done a lot to get the word out or do you feel like it's mostly been word of mouth it has
1: definitely been word of mouth and that's another thing I've learned going into a business um, you have people approach you always wanting you to advertise always wanting you to pay for advertising Um, and I learned early on that it's really not necessary today we have Facebook Yep. It's free. Yep. So you can reach you can reach all sorts of people at no cost. And absolutely I have brides that just send other brides my way. So it's kind of a
0: domino effect. It is. Yes. It really <laughs> is.
1: And I have high school girls who have purchased prom dresses from me and since I've owned the business now eight years, I'm selling
0: their wedding dresses to them as well. Perfect. Yes. That is so good so now you're seven years in what have been some of the biggest things you've learned along the way i think what i've learned most is that
1: if i'm doing what it is that i love to do then i can always expect a successful outcome out of it yeah and i really do love what i do i really do love to help Brides and grooms and high school girls and boys that are getting their prom tuxes, all of my customers. And I think that's where true success comes from is that they see I am genuine when I am trying to help them. So I think that that, that comes through. And so, and that's where I
0: find that I'm most successful. So, on the flip side, what has been one of the most rewarding parts of the business?
1: I think. Moving back home and um, being away from Seneca for a while, I, I really was more of a recluse. And I didn't know a whole lot of people. I didn't know a whole lot of families. Um, being part of the Main Street family, I've gained friends. Um, friends that I didn't think I would ever have. Friendships I didn't think I would ever have. And then I have built relationships with my, my customers. And that, I think, is probably the most rewarding thing.
0: I bet, yeah. Is your family involved in the business at all? Um,
1: My sister has Mm -hmm. to come in every so often. Prom time gets a little crazy around (laughs) here. Saturdays, if I'm in bridal appointments, and then I have high school girls coming in also, it, it gets a little crazy around here. So there are times when I'll call my sister. She'll come up and help. She used to help the previous owner, on Saturday mornings in the bridal shop. So she does have that experience. Well, perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk about your hours, because was that something you had to kind of figure out along the way too?
1: That was definitely something I had to figure out. At first, I would be here from morning until evening from 9 to 5. um, And I just found that having kids at home, I still have three at home now, It was difficult it was hard to find time to do things that i had to do as a mom and then also things i had to do here in the business and so i played a little bit with my hours at first adjusted things found out when it was that most of my customers came in during the day the work day and then i really just worked around that and that's how i set my hours um saturdays are definitely my busiest day but then again since i'm a mom I can't be here all of Saturday, so I've also worked that worked around both, my personal life and my business. That's
0: great. Well, tell us about Seneca because you are right here on the main street. <laughs> what do you love about this town and living here and having a business here?
1: I do love living in Seneca, Kansas. I love that um, – it's a tight-knit community uh, you know i find that uh, when i first became a business owner there were really other business owners that were genuinely supportive of me um always encouraging when i have done renovations on this building here on main street or my other building that i own on main street um it feels like everyone is supportive and appreciative of efforts that we make. And I think that's that's one of the best things about being a business owner in a small town.
0: Yeah. So tell us too, what do you use the other building for now?
1: The other building has been remodeled and now I use it for baby showers, bridal showers, um, birthday parties, and it's amazing how many of my customers here from the bridal shop end up using <laughs> the business down, down the street for, for not just bridal showers, but brides that I've had and then have babies and have you know, and have families and I've used, and they've rented
0: it for baby showers. And I love how that all worked yes. out. <laughs> yeah. So what excites you most about the future here? think when I
1: first purchased this business, I, I do believe I had a timeline. I think that I knew um, that I really wanted to see the business grow. I really wanted to have this business for a set amount of years, but I really wanted it to thrive. And honestly, one of the things I'm most excited about, excited about is that one day someone else can pick up where I left off. And also continue in my, situ- in maybe be in the same situation I am or in my shoes and have a business of their own That's and be proud of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So with the building down the street, was that something where you're like, were you looking for an opportunity? Like, what does the town need? And that kind of filled a gap. It was definitely brought up a lot. Um, but at the beginning, we
1: do a little bridal show usually every year. And so when I first, the first year we had it renovated, that's exactly where we had the bridal show. So it was in a nice open space, about 12 vendors, all local, that, that had some connection to, to weddings. And after that, it just became something that just fell into place also. You know, there was mention that we needed a place like that in town, definitely where people could um, rent just for gatherings like that. And, and that's what I've continued to do. And then it's still open um, every year for, the, for that opportunity if we need it for the bridal show. Great, so yeah. tell us about the
0: bridal show.
1: Well, this year, because um, I had so many winter weddings, we actually did not schedule one. (laughs) (laughs) But every year we usually have one in January. Okay. And like I said, it's usually around 12 vendors. It's local. We keep everyone local. So we have um, the bakery here in town that's local, a catering business. Um, We have a business just down the street that does wedding registry, bridal registry involved. We have photographers here that are local that participate um, and and DJs things like that and um, so it, it really gives all of our local brides an opportunity to to visit with each of them in one place when we hold it and we do giveaways and things like that we've talked about doing it just a little bit later this year or maybe just every other year but I never expected to have so many winter weddings so this year when I had two in December, two in January, and two in February, and the other building was being rented out so much, it was hard to find a
0: weekend yeah. <laughs> to do it. hard to keep <laughs> to up. it, that's right. A good problem to have. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next for you and Liz's Bridal?
1: I have learned along the way what really works for my business, what brands really work for my business. Um, things that I can streamline and make it actually easier to run the business. So I am really excited that now I know exactly which bridal lines do best. And I have just grown from there and um, expanded those lines. Uh, Again, same with bridesmaid dresses. I have really found the bridesmaid dresses and the bridesmaid lines that work best for this area, for my business. And now it's all about just building those lines here in my shop. So I think that's what's m- most exciting is I feel like I have finally worked out the kinks. Uh-huh. And and things are running really smoothly around here.
0: Good for you. That's an exciting place Thanks, to be. yes. So how do we follow along? Well,
1: I post usually
0: everything that's new or
1: coming up um, on my on my Facebook page on my bridal page so I I keep albums on there so every girl knows every dress I have in the store is there on my Facebook page even if it's a discontinued dress that's in the back room or if it's a new prom dress that has just come into the store I really do try to keep everything organized on there so that they have a place to look just so they know before coming in what I have available and and they can always look if they know which lines I carry, then it kind of gives them a place to start looking. They can always go onto those brand websites and see what else there is actually available through those lines.
0: And I think that's helpful also. Great. And you also have pictures on there of the building before I, and I do. There are
1: albums of that on my on my bridal page of the
0: progress that we made on this building from the very beginning to where it is now okay well we'll be sure to link to that in the show notes so everybody can go check that out Liz thank you so much for being on the podcast oh thank you for having me it's that's really a pleasure. Well, I love how Liz started out with a building that led to her finding her passion. It's incredible how she has grown this business and invested in her Main Street and her community in Seneca and beyond. Be sure to check out the show notes and give Liz a follow. We're excited to be featuring Seneca, Kansas and the Rural Revival happening there all week long on the blog. So head to RuralRevival.co to follow along. We'll also be sharing snapshots from the town on Instagram and Facebook where you can find us at at rule revival co huge thanks to liz for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in have a great day everybody